Avril Lavigne. Okay, I've got that over with now. I said when I started working on this podcast that Avril Lavigne would be the first two words that I said. Basically, as a kind of honour to her as she single-handedly invented skateboarding in 2002. I'm a very monotonous speaker, so if you're looking for an over-the-top, multiple-pitch commentary, then this probably isn't the podcast for you. However, if you're looking for a skateboarding podcast about community, individuality, creativity, and to hear the stories behind these skaters, hosted by a stone-sounding voice, then this probably could be the podcast for you. I'm John T, and this is Bored to Death. This concept has been in the works since the original lockdown, and to be honest, it was just another idea of mine. I just assumed that I would just forget about it, nothing would happen with it, I wouldn't do anything with it. However, the pandemic kind of changed my way of thinking in a sense of just get it done. Seriously, start doing things. And nearly two years later, here we are. I'm by no means the best skateboarder out there. In fact, I would still class myself as a beginner, but does that make a difference? Is every football commentator a footballer? Is every song producer a singer? Maybe I've just put that pressure on myself. I don't know. I just want to be clear and open from the start that I am not a pro or not an accomplished skater myself. I want to hear people's stories about skateboarding, about what brought them to it, what they love about it, and the sense of community the sport has. One like no other, to be honest. I hope that you can identify and relate with these stories. Maybe it'll make you feel less alone, give you a laugh, or just every time you put your earphones in and just kind of zone the fuck out with us. I'm doing this to improve my confidence with meeting new people, as well as my skateboarding itself, my mental health, and I hope that some people will enjoy listening to other people's stories, laugh, take something from it into their own life, and maybe even meet some new friends of their own. I've never done anything like this, and the sheer idea of meeting all these new people every week is pretty fucking scary, but that's exactly why I'm doing it. So yeah, check it out. If you're listening to it, hopefully you're not bored to death. Hey, so uh, welcome to Bored to Death, the new skateboarding podcast you've probably seen cutting about Instagram. It's weird to kind of here i feel like this has been in the works for so long and i'm sitting in and looking at my amazing guests <laughs> this is how <laughs> just kind of happened this is the moment first of all i just want to say thanks so much to you three guys for coming in to do this because you had no idea of what you were getting yourselves into still don't no, <laughs> yeah. no problem so no problem. thank you so much for just agreeing to do it today we have got Stuart, Stuart, and mary jane all of their Instagram handles will be on our Instagram page and I'll drop it on the description as well. So we're just going to delve in. Let's just take it from the top. Stuart, how did you start skateboarding or do you remember the first time you did? Do you remember how you got your first skateboard? Yeah, so for me, I was probably nine years old. Um, classic Christmas present from my mum and dad. Didn't know what to get me, so they got me a skateboard. And it sat in the back of a cupboard for probably six, seven, eight months until... Stockton Skate Park actually got built in Edinburgh and that was like this new big awesome skate park that was meant to be you know the best one in Scotland all the rest so I went down there one day and uh, yeah that was me for about three or four years I was pretty much there every weekend most days after school skating on this rubbish little like complete skateboard for like 60 quid off Amazon (laughs) and and, yeah I, I did that for about four years I was playing a lot of rugby and basketball and things took my own wee path 
didn't go to skateboarding for about nine years and uh and then yeah lockdown hit and covid hit and i think like many people right now i was like an older guy i got bored yeah i didn't have my team sports going on and i picked up my skateboard again and uh yeah two years later here i am and skateboarding is my career my life and my hobbies so so yeah it's been great amazing Mary Jane? Um, i think what stuart was saying there um lockdown uh, COVID 2020 yeah. I had this old penny board in my cupboard and I hate exercising like I hate running I hate like doing yoga or anything like that and um, if I'm exercising it has to be some sort of fun so I took the penny board out to the skate park and then I started talking to people like at a distance like you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah I got into it from there somebody let me borrow their board um, and then I just I, I don't know I fell in love with it so yeah. yeah. Stuart, what about you? Um, yeah, so I started skating when I was eight. I had this pal in primary school and he was like the coolest kid in school, you know, and everyone did what he did. So his older brother initially started skating and uh, him being the coolest kid in school, everyone started skating yeah. in the whole year group. And then I caught it from that. He actually gave me my first skateboard. It was after school we went to skate at the school. We had a really good spot. There's many pads, we two stairs, everything to learn on. We had a big ten stairs well yeah. at the time, but it's gone now. Uh, they put a big dining hall over it. So yeah, I kind of skated there. We'd go in the morning, bring our boards to school, go early so we could skate the wee spots yeah. where it was all clear before everyone came in. It just it was just a good vibe at the time. And uh, as they said, lockdown as well. I I went into high school and midway through, I think S three, my my second or third year. I, I kind of like fell off it and just yeah. like lost interest a wee bit. Uh, I didn't completely lost, lose interest. I was on like all the Instagram clips still looking through. Just, I just yeah, I'd, I'd stopped it. skating at the point. I yeah. started doing like other stuff like football, karate. I was playing guitar, but I just, I wasn't like, I didn't love these things. I, I still do follow these things till today, but it's like. Not as much. It's as, not as much as skating. Yeah. And then the second, after the second lockdown, I went back to my local with my brother. Actually, one of my good friends now at Skates, Paul, he came down and I saw someone I knew from high school and I didn't know he skated. Okay. So it was like a big group there. I was like, you know what, we could make something out of this, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like a really nice thing. So uh, there's lots of wee kids there as well. And it's like, in skateboarding tradition, you know, it's like a gr big group, so the age doesn't matter. It's a great thing. So I started skating back again the second lockdown. It's the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. Not good, I mean, what age you said you were 19? I'm 19 now, yeah. It's never kind of, like, went away. It's just always been there. Like, I'd think about there, 28. And I remember, like, what age are you guys? I'm 22. And I'm 27. So, like, I remember, like, for me getting into it at the start, it was, like, 2001. And it was, like, that time where Lincoln Park were big... Everyone was wearing Offspring hoodies. Avril Lavigne had just come out. Like, everyone was into that kind of, like, grunge, like... You I wasn't even alive at that point. I mean, that makes me feel old. Um, <laughs> and then that's how I got into it. I was into it for years. And then it was, as Stuart said, like, high school, probably the start. Like, I was just... It, was, it just wasn't on my radar. And then, as I think all three of us have said now, the pandemic. Yeah. And I was saying to Stuart before we come in, there was something that I was just really getting invested in everything in the skate world. I was reading Thrasher because it was a pandemic. I was even reading back issues of Thrasher. I was watching YouTube videos. I was on Instagram and I came across this um, 
comment that Bam Margera had made where he had said literally like, if you're 30 and you haven't started skateboarding or you're just beginning, like stop now. Like it's, you're too old. Yeah, I've like, seen that. You, and I was just like, that's shit. It's ridiculous. That's like it. that's, and I was just at that point where I was like, I just started speaking to you, Mary Jane. I'd like bought my helmet, my pads, my skateboard, and I was getting back into it. And I was like, that's literally like the last thing I wanted to see. So whilst I did still continued to skate, after seeing that, it made me more think about what else can I do? Like there has to be more in the community and there is more in the community to do than just skate or do as yeah. well as skating. There's so. like so many jobs in skateboarding. There's like the filmers, the editors. Yeah. There's the, it's just so like endless possibilities of skateboarding. Yeah. And right now is a great time to be in it because uh-huh. seeing this booming skateboard industry, whether it be in the social media side of things, competitions, the Olympics, coaching, parks opening, all these new things are happening. And, uh, you know, for, for like I, going back to what you're saying about Bam's comment, uh, I saw that as well. And he got a lot of backlash for it because it's actually much the opposite message that the skate community kind of is about in that, you know, some people might see skateboarding as a bit childish and a bit like young and fun of games, but at the same time, maybe that's what we need a bit more of, you know? Mm-hmm. I think too many people yeah. are just letting themselves grow up <laughs> at the age of 20, 25, and then they're getting an office job and then all their fun's been had. But it's like, for some reason, a lot of these people end up getting bitter at seeing yeah. people enjoying themselves on a piece of wood with four wheels and having so much fun and having a family with it and all these friends and community. And, and I think, you know, a lot of these people who kind of look down on skaters for continuing to skate throughout their lives it's probably just a little bit resentful or jealous you know they let go of their passions and skateboarding something that it's mm-hmm. evident sticks with people throughout their lives you know they might not skate as much they might get older and they might not be able to do the same tricks as they once could but uh-huh. the motivation stays with you and the, the love for it stays with you and that kind of inner child and like I just want to go out <laughs> jump around have fun see if I can flip this board around and land on it again you know it's so simple and yet it gets so many people from really dark places it helps people out and it it brings so many awesome people together as well so I think uh, I think it's never too late to start and actually the later you start good on you the more respect you deserve in my eyes Wow, like, see that everything you just said that there, was that, beautiful. That, that paragraph, <laughs> I know I want that in the back of a hoodie, like, everything you just said there about everything, that was so good. But it's it's true, it's like, I wasn't into sports a lot at school at all, and getting into sport now, or at this age, so even looking at Instagram, like, skaters, there are skaters of different races there are skaters of different sexualities genders age like it seems like anyone skaters with no legs now i mean yeah, yeah. You've literally got <laughs> yeah. people riding skateboards on their hands with no legs is that so for american guy right yeah no, yeah. yeah 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 i've seen him he's, he's i mean sick. there's a few of them out there <laughs> uh-huh. now and as you're saying about the, the trans the lgbtq's plus community yeah. and all the rest i mean before i started skating two years ago i honestly probably knew four gay people and maybe heard of one trans person. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a guy at my school who transitioned from uh, female to male. Now that I've skated for the past two years, I've probably met 30 to 40 trans people. Wow. 20, 30, 40, 50 different people who've come out or, you know, are gay or bi or just all these different types of people that really merge together through skating, which I don't think I would have met otherwise because I was keeping myself to my own communities and, you know, whatever I was doing, rugby, basketball, you know, in my schools. And if these people weren't kind of around me naturally, then I wasn't going out my way to find them. So f- the fact that skateboarding has brought me 
it's, it's opened my eyes up to a lot of different people and a lot of different lifestyles and how people live and it's made me understand you know a lot more about about these people and it's been awesome yeah like it's more than skateboarding oh, yeah, exactly. you understand. Yeah. i wouldn't have met any of these people if i didn't like skateboarding you know and they wouldn't have met me if we didn't like skateboarding and i wouldn't have continued to see them if we didn't go and skate together yeah so. yeah no skateboarding is just su such a subjective thing it's like it's it's not so skateboarding but it's like people say you're a skateboarder but there's so many different types of skateboarders yeah and it's like it's just so nice to see because there's like different people everywhere and like it opens your eyes up before, before, like like I said, before I started back in the second lockdown, I, I feel like I was so narrow-minded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything I'd see, just from the just from school, you know. And uh, as soon as I started skating, I just like you're more open to different things. Yeah, exactly. Different people. What and you kind of to, person you are doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh -huh. yeah. Like no matter the race, age, whatever. Yeah. It's it's a nice community. It is. It's great. Especially Glasgow. It's uh, it's very welcoming. You know what I mean? To anyone which wants to skate, even any communities like. Just great. Yeah. So I'm going to see if we can get to know each other even a little bit more. Don't worry, it's not going to be too personal. I'm just going to ask each of our guests three questions. We'll start with Stuart. Yeah. What is your favourite place to skate in Scotland? Indoor, outdoor, whatever. Or your favourite place you have ever skated in Scotland? Probably has to be Salkton, only because it's where I first found yeah. my love for skateboarding. It's been my local since I've grown up in Edinburgh. And when I restarted skating two years ago, Salkton's where I went back and learnt. Um, I guess it's kind of like anyone, you know, if you if you ask a Rangers fan where their favourite home, you know, favourite mm -hmm. football field is, they're going to say it's the Rangers field. Just when you're at that, like, home ground, you feel comfortable in it, you know that park really well. You know when you go down there by yourself, you're probably going to see someone that you know or at least someone that you've seen there before because you see the same kind of people around. So, yeah, for me, it would be Salkton. But that's just that idea of familiar, like, familiarity, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah Cool What about your favourite album of all time? There's no judging here by the way Favourite album? I don't know It might be an Anderson Pack number Or Orange by Frank Ocean actually I really I listen to that a lot um, Orange? Yeah, 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 yeah I listened to that one uh, Actually when I lived in Glasgow at college That was about two years straight in my years um, So yeah I would probably say that one just now And what about your favourite fast food restaurant? <laughs> Man I mean, define fast food. Does it have to be McDonald's, KFC? Or? Yeah, like along those lines, like fast food. Right. Does Nando's count? Okay, we'll take I that. mean, you can take away from Nando's. You can take you away can now, take right? Away. Yeah. And you can get, like, just eat or something. Yeah, I mean, can you not? I feel like Nando's is something I, <laughs> from the age of 13 to 20, I just forgot about. Because I like, used to take all the girls on the dates to Nando's back in the day. And then I hit 13, no Nando's. Well, lucky women. Oh, yeah. Only the best, only uh -huh. the best. I didn't get Nando's for like six years and then I had it like six months ago and damn, it's good, right? Do you guys have Taco Bell in Edinburgh? Oh, uh, We've got one, but uh, nah, come on now. Like I paid six quid to have a bad that time in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Taco Bell all the way. That was the best thing that's came from America in a long time. That's, that's, that's great. That is great. Um, you, you do need to sit in the toilet for a bit after. Plenty <laughs> <laughs> of time to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Mary Jane? Hi. So it doesn't have to be skateboarding, but what's your favourite country you've ever visited? Mm, that's really difficult. Probably Malta, um, because it's it's small, very, very warm and really beautiful. So I'm going to cool. go with that's that. sweet. Cool. Yeah. What's the best gig you've ever been to? Oh, country country festival. So it's like this, this country music festival that happens. Um, it happens in Glasgow 
London, Dublin and I think Manchester are like one of the North English cities. I don't know if it is Manchester. Um, but I went to see it when it was only in London. Okay. That was God. That was years and years and years ago. Um, and it was like Chris Stapleton. No, sorry, Chris Young, um, Brad Paisley, Rascal Flats before they broke up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's like all these country artists all in the kind of one venue. Cool. And what was your best hangover cure? When I'm on holiday, just drinking again. <laughs> That's like like if you're in the sun and, and you're hungover on holiday, just go and get another beer. But if you're in the UK, probably just some water. Water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stuart. Hello. What's your drink of choice? What do you mean by drink of choice? As in like, like alcoholic drink, mm-hmm. like the staple. A gin and tonic. Okay. I love like a gin and tonic. Fair enough. Um, do you have a favourite skater? Oh, yes, I do. Um, Hater de Silva is my favourite skater right now. Um, it's just amazing. He has the nicest style. He's got a nice style. Oh, it's, uh, he just flows. He literally, he like flows with the skate park. His arms like follow the ramps and all that. It's insane. It's just gorgeous. And he looks the way he lands. Yeah. Um, and the last question I'll actually just open up to everyone. Best time to skate, spring or autumn? That's an odd one. I mean, I would just say skate all year round, no? Yeah. There's never really I think a there's bad just been like so much just now like everybody on Instagram or from what I see is like counting down to summer, like I can't wait no. till it's summer, I can't wait till it's summer. Like the winter is just like obviously outdoor is no, well, I think spring. If you, sorry, I think if sorry. you framed the question like summer or winter, but you framed it spring and autumn, no, no, which no, you're to not be fair, I can, I can get what that means. That, I, th- I think that's I why, that because means. like, uh-huh. if yeah. I'd said summer or winter, it would have been obviously yeah. summer. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'm thinking like, no, spring, I think spring would be better just because it's like the transition into summer where it starts to get warm. Yeah. Autumn's like yeah. autumn's when you're going into winter, ground. so it's like wet it's leaves depressing. on the ground. Yeah, going and you're like, oh, should I go loading bay or should I chance it? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. You got right like now? twigs going under your wheels. You got these pebbles like, and leaves. You're just and sliding all about yeah. the skate park. Yeah. Okay, when you put it like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so each week on the show, what we're going to do is we're going to pick one word and we're going to talk about it. And there's no rules here. It's anything at all that you want to talk about regarding this word so this week to kick off the word is confidence okay so like where does your confidence come from from skating what knocks your confidence from skating definitely when you start skating as a beginner the the people which are a lot better than you obviously better than you knock the confidence off you but there are the people which are going to help you we go about like the skaters which are a lot more comfortable on the skateboard go about and like they, they don't care who's skating around them, just as long as you're not getting in way, you know what I mean? But um, it's like you can go come up to anyone and ask them about anything and we'll give you a straight answer. We won't be, like, aggressive towards you. We Like, the best place to get your confidence from is the people which are confident in the skate park yeah. and they know what they're doing because they will give you their best tips and just listen to what they say and yeah. that's the best way to get into skateboarding. 
this is a controversial opinion in the skate community. That's what we're but here for. My confidence comes from wearing a helmet and pads because, yeah. <laughs> like, I know a lot of skaters just don't choose to do that. But mm-hmm. like the fact that, like, I know that if I fall on my head, that I'm not going to crack my skull open and die. That if that gives me a bit more confidence <laughs> to like do stuff on the board. Um, and I know some people feel that way, but I know a lot of skaters just cannot skate with pads on at all. Uh-huh. No, I, I I totally get that. I I respect that, but um. I just physically don't think I'd be able to wear a helmet and like it would just be wobbling about in my head you know what I mean it would be so distracting yeah, I well, not if it's right. no, I cannot <laughs> even skate with a beanie on that's how bad it yeah, is no, I, I know <laughs> yeah I mean I, going back to what Stuart was saying about other people as well people at skate park is what that's where you're going to learn how to skate you know you can watch as many YouTube tutorials as you want and like oh I can flick my ankle that way and yeah. it'll flip this way but it's not going to work you know I tried it as a kid for like four years trying to read myself into being able to skate um, and I think confidence the first couple of times you're going to go to the park you're going to be nervous I was nervous I used to be a quite good skater I came back nine years later and I felt like a little kid again I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know anyone at the park I was unfamiliar surroundings and I was like Bambi on ice and you do feel a bit daft and you know that first day I went home and I was like well is this something I actually want to go back and do I just made a bit of a fool of myself is this you know do I want to go back and like fall over again, get another bruise on my ass and get laughed at by some 12-year-olds doing, like, indie grabs and stuff. But the answer was yes, and I did, and I got up and I went, yeah. and I did it, and, I mean, here I am today. And I think that's what gave me a lot of confidence, was just, like, pushing yourself in the morning to get yourself to go. And once you're there, the confidence will come, you know? As you go down one ramp, the first time it's going to be sketchy, the second time it's going to be a bit less sketchy. By the time you've done it 20 times, you're going to be like, oh, I've done that. Yeah. You can look back and say, half an hour ago, I was scared of that. Now I've done it. Mm-hmm. There's your confidence right there. You know, you shouldn't really, hopefully, shouldn't need too many other people to, to push you over the edge and give you that confidence. Because really, if you're not really willing to do it yourself and you're not willing to put your own confidence in and do the work and try and actually progress and rely on other people to try and make you better, you're not mm-hmm. going to get anywhere, you know. And that's why one of the things I love about the skate community is... I find it weeds out the quitters and the people who are there to definitely to be there for uh-huh. the image. It, it weeds out the people who aren't there for skating, you know. Yeah. If you turn up to the skate park, the guys that are there every week are the guys that love skating, you know. And then you'll see the odd guy come in here and there in his thrasher hoodie and his dickies trousers and his yeah. car hat <laughs> with a brand new deck and nice new indies. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, is this, this must be a new guy. He must shred. And he'll stand on that board and he'll wobble about and he think he's too cool to come and speak to everyone and he won't be back next week you know he'll do two three times and he'll go like oh god i thought that was going to be easy it's way harder yeah and then they don't want to make a fool themselves because it's not cool to fall over and you know if you don't know what you're doing you're not cool and so they'll they'll leave and that Mm -hmm. leaves you with just the people who are there for the love of skating for the same same reasons that you're there Mm -hmm. and so if you fall over in front of them it doesn't matter because they're going to fall over in front of you and you're there for the same reason yeah i mean that that's where i think about it it's like do you ever like Say if like you're starting a new job and you're nervous and the person that's training you or whoever is like, everybody's everybody's been where you are. Mm-hmm. Like and it just even for that three, four seconds it makes you feel a, a bit better. Uh-huh. Yeah, like because you have in, to start somewhere at the yeah, end exactly. of the day. Like everyone in here and even that guy over there who's just doing like the coolest stuff and he looks so cool, like whether it was like two weeks, four months or three years ago, like he was where I'm at today. Yeah, exactly. So it just makes uh-huh. you feel no, I feel skateboarding has evolved to the point where it's not really... You can be good at skateboarding, but it's like anyone can be good at skateboarding. Yeah. It's it's the way you perceive yourself as a skateboarder, which is what makes you 
impressive, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, all the tricks have pretty much uh-huh. been done, you know, there's not yeah, much of a market there for trying to make exactly. a new trick or, oh, I'm going to do this because other people can't do it. Nowadays, most people at a high level of skateboarding can do most of the tricks and that's just how it is. So that's Stuart's saying, it's not actually now about what can I do that other people can't do? It's, you know, how do I perceive <laughs> obstacles and how do I perceive skateboarding and, and how do I skate in comparison to other people? What's yeah. my style? What's my flow? I think, I think a really good person to like vision that would be Johnny Brown. Yeah, yeah. You, you've seen him. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he takes these obstacles and does funny things with them and it's insane. It's absolutely yeah. nuts the way he skates these things. They're just yeah, absolutely the, the Andy Andersons, all these people who, you know, they they go to the same parks as everyone else, but they just see them in a completely yeah, different way. And, that's, can, yeah, yeah. and that, that's a whole different uh-huh. level of skating. That's a whole different type of skating to everyone else that uh-huh. they're doing that's in the park, the, you know. Their creativity is yeah. oh, it's beautiful. Mary Jane. Yes. You had an injury. I knew this was going to come up, yeah. Was it like last Christmas or that? So my question is on that. Yeah. Coming back from that, or I mean, there's a different element to that. Coming back from that injury, how did you get your confidence back? Um, so yeah, I broke my ankle in October 2020 and I needed surgery. So I got two like plates and like some bolts and stuff like that. And it's basically bionic now. Um, and it took a while to recover from that. And I, I want to say that I'm still gaining back confidence with it. Like there's some things that I just won't do now that if I feel like I'm not going to be stable enough on the board. But I think it's a good thing because it tethers me a little bit like and I think before when I was skating from like obviously lockdown to October 2020 I didn't have like any fear which is it's dangerous yeah, in no, a way. Uh-huh, because yeah. like you can be confident but you can be delusional <laughs> that <laughs> like, is very and, true yeah uh-huh. and I think I was a wee bit delusional when I first started skateboarding <laughs> you get away with that when you're five or six or seven yeah you get away with that you feel everything you feel everything when you you don't fall. get away with that when you're an adult uh-huh. so like that's how I broke my ankle because I was absolutely delusional and thought <sighs> oh, I was no. invincible so yeah there's confidence and I think I'm slowly scratching that back and it's just a case of realising that that was probably the worst case scenario, really, like, breaking my ankle. Like, I don't see myself having another injury like that in the next, you know... I'm touching wood. Yeah, I know. We're all touching the next. I don't see myself having an injury like that in the next um, four or five years, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. Um, So it's just a case of try to get that out of my head because it was was really traumatic. I remember the first time it happened in the loading babel and I remember the first time my board flew from the mini ramp into the bowl oh, and I had no. to get into the bowl to go get it after I broke my ankle and I had to crawl back into that bowl where I broke it. Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, no. I was like, I had a panic attack. Like I got into the bowl, I got my board, I climbed back out and I went and sat in the loading bay corner and I just like was sitting shaking like because oh. I had to go back in there. I mean, that is traumatic. It's not a no, great... Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not yeah, a great... However, if you're thinking of starting skating, that doesn't always happen. Yeah. It doesn't, no. <laughs> I was delusional. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was. It was um, It was traumatic in the sense that um, it was quite a rough injury and there was a lot of healing to be done from it. Like I was on crutches for a while the the drugs that they give you like the opioids are mm-hmm. really really rough as well mm. so that's what you get to kind of heal from it and I don't recommend it to anyone that's why confidence is good but you need to know your limitations yeah. as well you need to be able mm-hmm. to say well maybe I shouldn't send it on this six foot 
ramp if I haven't tried it on this free foot ramp. Yeah. You know, you need to kind of... Yeah, it's a gradual thing, skateboarding. Yeah. You can't get from one place to another straight away. It takes hours of practice. And I think that's where a lot of people end up quitting or giving up is because they, they go into skating and go, oh, I'm going to do a couple of weeks of this and then I'll be dropping in and I'll be doing a kickflip, mm-hmm. I'll do this. And they go for four or five days and they're like, damn, I'm still just standing <laughs> on the board and I can't even turn the thing properly. And they're like, this is way harder than I thought. And so again, it's just, it gives you that respect to the people who are good in a skateboard because you see them on a skateboard and you just know that to be that good, you've put in thousands and thousands yeah. of hours and you've been committed to it because um, there's no fast way of doing it. If you try and drop into a 12-foot vert ramp on your first day of skating, you will end up like Mary Jane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go for the one, the one or two-foot ramp, first of yeah. all, and then in six months' time you'll be on that 12-foot ramp, but you'll still be in a cast in six months' time if you try it on day one. So. I think um, a good way to think about it and a good way to think about your confidence is every time you stand on a board, every time you push on a board, it doesn't matter if you're just cruising, you're improving because like yeah, every time definitely. you stand on a board you're thinking of your shoulders you're thinking uh-huh. of your hips you're thinking of your your legs and bending your legs and even those like so just think about the little bits of progress that you're making 100%. instead of thinking about the big bits of progress oh I'm not getting this axle stall you need to think about how yeah. everything is you don't need to concentrate uh-huh. on even the things you're not having to think about you're saying about turning your shoulders but all the muscle memory is all yeah. you know that's all yeah. subconscious I try to every time you stand on a board beginners that it's it's not so much about the tricks, like I'm saying again. It's it's how how comfortable you and are. How controlled the more you are, comfortable yeah. you are, the tricks come with it. It's 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 just how it works. Yeah. There's no other way. You can stand and push, and and when you start getting comfortable on your board, you'll be like, oh, I understand how to like just pop this board. Yeah, like, you just understand the fundamentals. The fundamentals are so inc- like incredibly important. Yeah. Where do you guys usually skate? Well, I mean, I skate at work a lot. I'm going oh, to yeah. where, where is it skate park. I work at Transgression in Edinburgh. I've never been to the... No, I, I, I mean, I've it's a small park. many places in Scotland. I've skated yeah. very few select places. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm the same. I've only been skating again properly for two years as an adult, as I was saying. So I've only had so much time to try and skate around the country. But I've, I've got the pleasure of every day I'm at a skate park. So I've always got the surrounding around That's me. That's amazing. Um, you know, you're not skating every day because you're working or teaching other people how to skate. But just for me, I get paid to be surrounded by the community and all these other things we've just been speaking about. Literally the loving the dream. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> I, I've, I am. I've only been here two years in the skate community and yet I've got the job that everyone who I talk to is like, man, that like, yeah. are, you look, are you looking to hire? You know, who, who, who can you bring on? Because everyone just wants, every skater wants to have their own skate park or to live in a skate park, you know. Oh, so do you live in the skate park? Pretty much, man. I mean, I live around the corner in a yeah, flat, but... You should get a wee bed under the wraps, I think. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think so. Cut, well. cut the cost. Yeah, I mean, it's great, it is great. But, um, so, yeah, I skate Transgression. I skate Stockton when I can, and I come through to Glasgow for Loading Bay and Kelvin Grove. Do you ever skate Porty? Yeah, I do, actually. Porty's the um, next park. It is good. I just find it too many kids on scooters when I go there, and I end up... Um, it makes it harder to skate. Either hurting someone else or hurting myself, so... <laughs> Um, I think, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> where do you skate, I think? Where do you skate? Where, do where do you skate? like to skate? Um, like, obviously, Loden Bay, despite my traumatic experience in the bowl, um, is pretty much, like, one of my favourites. And then Kelvin Grove. But I skate all over. Like, because, like, I'm always yeah, travelling. Like, yeah. I'm, so I've been down to, like, places like Brighton and, um, like, Manchester and... 
you know, all these kind of places yeah. and I've skated there. And I think opening, I think another thing for confidence actually is probably going to different skate parks because you're giving yourself different obstacles and you're, you're basically forcing yourself to, you know, talk to other communities and yeah. try and, like, and adapt and, and adapt and yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Kelvin Grove or Loden Bay, I think are like my go-tos in um, Kirk and Tillock. Um, which is a weird park. It's it's really old, but it's 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 nice. Hope you sure. Um, I've got to say, Rick and Glen, RG, <laughs> my home. I love that place during summer. It's we don't have lights, so we try and make the most of our day. We go. Oh. Me and my friends try to go as, as early as we can, catch sunlight, stay till the, it gets dark. So in summer, it'll be like eleven, half eleven. Yeah, gets to twelve sometimes. It, not even even when it's dark, we're still there trying to fight the midges. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's the best place ever. I love skating that place. It feels like home. Feels. Yeah, like, that's what you yeah, want. Literally, I could sleep in the ramps. I wouldn't even need like a mattress or anything. It's if I fall, I don't even care. I'm just lying in Rook and Glen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's or like you, that. Would you say that right? But like Lead Skate Park, Hyde Skate Park, they're actually like the ramps are hollow. And like you really? can see people's like beer bottles and like and uh, stuff inside no. ramps. I think people no, actually we, do sleep in there. Nice. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, even even if we did, we keep it a very good uh, <laughs> like san- sanity. You know, it's, yeah. it's the first time I got back into it. It was Mary Jane. Um, we went to the loading bay, and I was so 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 nervous. Like so nervous, I nearly like just never got on the train to go that morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we went. I think it was like a Wednesday at like 10 o'clock and I was like, my best advice for your confidence as a beginner, that's the time to go. Like for me it was like, it was very quiet. It was very calm in the loading bay. It was just a nice vibe, a nice experience. And it made me want to come back. Like see if I had went and done that on a Saturday morning at 10 Mm -hmm. o'clock. 80% 80% chance like I would never have come back 20 skateboards yeah it's just it's just bike too with, yeah. intimidating a busy yeah. skate park is not great for confidence like you said Definitely. earlier about like the sort of more like accustomed skaters like just flying by and yeah. doing their thing and stuff yeah. like that it can be really intimidating especially if you have like anxiety and other disorders where you suffer from things like hypervigilance where like a noise yeah. or a sudden movement can yeah, make you kind of like stiff up and like really scared um, then yeah you want to go when it's quiet because then you don't have so much other things to think about you're thinking yeah. about you're progressing you're thinking about you know your skateboarding and that yeah. that helps mm-hmm. a lot I reckon yeah is there anything you want to do this summer whether that be go to a new place or master a new track um, well this summer me and my group of friends I've got a few friends we're working in something which will be hopefully released by summer we're putting a lot of work into it so um, we're working on something reasonably big. I don't want to say it's massive, mm-hmm. but... Oh, don't it's, tell me it's a podcast. No, it's, it's not a podcast, <laughs> but... Um, sounds like a skate but, video. Um, it could be, it could knows, be, but um, we've got a good few skaters on the team now. Cool. And um, we're nice. really excited for that. Um, Shred Shack as well, my sponsor, is yeah. going to be making a few videos. We're going to be putting some videos out on YouTube and... Nice Instagram. Cool. No, we'll so. definitely get everything linked onto the page. What about you, Stuart? I yeah, just skate. I want to go to as many different places as I can. Yeah, um, hoping to maybe go up north or down south somewhere in the UK that I've not skated before. Um, 
maybe even go abroad in the summer if I can get away for a couple of weeks that'd be sick go and skate Barcelona or something I've been wanting to do that for a yeah, while yeah, so. yeah, I've got that planned for yeah. I think June nice nice oh, I'm yeah. so excited I mean <laughs> this year is the year I'm going to do it at yeah. some point but I just yeah we're going to yeah. go to that festival as well and then skate before the festival we'll see how that goes but nice. see how knackered Camp we get uh-huh. <laughs> Barcelona <laughs> seems to be like the one yeah I like, mean it's did you one it's, of the European hubs did uh, you watch skate capital um, of the world isn't it it's a vice video isn't it yeah it was Your Bam Margera's Epic Play Latered so he'd moved over to Barcelona like I think it was to get sober or whatever right but he was just learning to like learning again to skate yeah. in it. It's mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's Vice that does it. It, is, it was so so cool. And the places that he goes and some of the clips are yeah. like, uh, whoa. Yeah, my brother and a few of the skate group went when we were younger. This is prior to me quitting. Yeah, and taking my wee break. Uh, they went and oh, I was so jealous, but I was just too young to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still in school. And they went. My brother went for a sixth year holiday, and then a few of them were older. And he told me everywhere you walked, every corner you turned was a skate spot. Yeah. And they only got kicked out once. They could skate anywhere, but at least once, I'm pretty sure, like a restaurant owner, which is fair enough. Yeah. He's keeping his business alive. But it's just, oh, it sounds amazing. It sounds like a dream and I'm just so excited for it. Yeah. Well, I keep going on about it, but obviously I've booked um, San Francisco and California for Oh, you should have mentioned it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned that. <laughs> um, I can't wait. Like, um, I'm meeting up I with some of yeah. I know, I'm meeting up with some of my US friends and, um, like, we're going to skate some of the spots. Like, I'm buzzing that's a life experience though that's yeah, like yeah. that is like mm-hmm. a life experience yeah, yeah like and, and i'm not going just to skate obviously there's there's yeah, other yeah. things that i want to do there like i want to go to like venice beach and like i know they have a skate park but i want to go and see other parts of california so yeah oh, i'm pretty excited for that, that like that's amazing that's what i'm good. planning for the summer i think so. um I think JJ, my manager, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, um, but oh well. Uh, sorry, JJ, if I'm not allowed <laughs> well, to say this. But we can take it out, right? Yeah, um, well, yeah, we, I think he's planning, we've had a few, like, um, for Shred Shack, we've collaborated with a few companies in America. Right. And I think he's going to fly us out one by one. Nice. To go there. So that sounds really exciting. I think it might be in summer, but it'll be over the course of this year, maybe yeah. next year, because nice. it's one one person at a time, apparently. So sweet man! Hopefully, I, I get shred, one of the first. Trip. <laughs> I had a shred shack board. Oh, like, they're really, really good. They like, are really um, nice to they, skate. Nice concave on them. Mm-hmm. It's very clean I'm feeling. Try one. Yeah. Well, mate, you can use my code. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drop it in the description. Another thing I want to do for every episode is called the bored to death song of the day so each episode i'm going to ask our guests to pick one song this can be a song you just like a song that you've put in a skate video a song that you like to listen to when you're skating and everyone's songs are going to go into a spotify playlist so that everyone can just press shuffle and have a listen at what everybody likes so nice that's good i like that Stuart, song of the day what's yours uh i'll go with la you by Anderson Pack, so like L U H U Anderson Pack. Cool. I can't even like I don't know her name. Like it's B something B A B E A U, and the song's called That Bitch. Oh, like, oh and it's, um, oh. It's, it's it's a proper banger. <laughs> yeah, I might put it on the drive home. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go for my favorite song right now. It's Hope by Alex G. It's a really good song. Very nice and calming. Nice. Cool. 
Uh, I think for me, um, with it just being the first episode, I'm going to pick the song Bored to Death by Blink-182. Oh, nice. Um, that nice. is one of their best, like, later ones. It obviously, like, actually never was on purpose to call the podcast this. I actually just realised it later. And it's a very good summary vibe song, so... Yeah, very fitting. I was expecting an Avril song. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I was like waiting for you to see yeah, some Avril. Swift or something. They yeah. will come. They will come. <laughs> they will definitely be coming soon. Um, but yeah, thank you to my three guests, Stuart, Stuart, and Mary Jane. I'm going to drop, as I said at the start of the episode, their Instagram handles on the post. Um, but as again. Thank you guys so much for agreeing to do this. Like, this means a lot. Like, it was a as pleasure. Yeah, yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, so, yeah, that is that signing out, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah.